Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Hourly to Exit podcast. I'm your host, Erin Austin. My goal with every episode is to share information and resources to help you achieve the next level of growth in your expertise-based business. We all know generating income from our expertise is pretty easy. The challenge is in scaling and building a business that can run without you. Join me here every week to make sure you are building an asset that can be used to fund your goals and your legacy. Before we get started though, one little disclaimer, because I'm a lawyer. The information I share on the podcast is general in nature and is provided for information purposes only. It is not to be relied upon nor construed as providing legal advice or legal opinions about any specific issue or set of facts. Now, here we go. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. 2022 has been quite a ride for me. At the beginning of the year, I never would have thought I would have started a podcast, but I'm so glad I did. And I'm so glad for you joining me on this journey. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to be a part of your businesses. So of course, I must thank my generous guests. They've been generous with their time and their wisdom. You know that this is a meta podcast and that I am on that hourly to exit journey right along with you. So thank you. Uh, As you know, I started Think Beyond IP to help get more wealth in the hands of women. I was influenced by the 2016 election and everything since then has confirmed the urgency to have a more equitable economy. And we know that wealth has an outsized influence in politics and in policy, and that is not always to the benefit of women and to families and to our communities. So I believe that wealth in the hands of women can change the world. I've said this before, I'll say again, the stats regarding women and the good things that they do with wealth. Women surpass men in characteristics such as honesty and and integrity, resilience, bold leadership, building relationships, and advocating for change. Women business owners focus on establishing trust and confidence in their organizational cultures. Women give twice as much as their wealth to charitable causes than men. Women are almost twice as likely as men to say the act of donating is the most satisfying aspect of having wealth. Women's financial decision-making is influenced by their sense of responsibility for the well-being of immediate and extended family, the community, and society at large. 65% of women, compared to 42% of men, think it's important to consider the positive or negative social, political, and environmental impact of the companies they invest in. And women are nearly twice as likely as men to say that they've discussed the importance of philanthropy with their children. So I invited each of my guests at the end of our conversations to give a shout out to organizations whose work they admire in the area of economic justice. So for this special Thanksgiving episode, we rounded up all of their responses so you can have a concentrated listen to them. You know, like one of my missions is to help build an economy that works for everyone. 
And one of the ways that I do it is by working with uh, women to help uh, get more wealth in the hands of women, because I think they do wonderful things with their wealth. And so there's more than one way to contribute to building an economy that works for everyone. One can be working directly in the uh, nonprofit space, but also it can also be supporting entities that do. So I am wondering if there are any organizations that have inspired you and that uh, help support some of the causes that you like in the world, see in the world. Yes. I, so what first comes to mind for me is the Loveland Foundation or the Loveland Therapy Fund. So I am a big proponent. I am new to therapy in the last few years. And I grew up in a culture where therapy was like, oh, like you need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) It was very much like a, ooh, you know, or like she's going to therapy, like, (laughs) like, like whispered in corners. I wasn't brought up with it. I had never been to therapy before. And I started going in the beginning of the pandemic. I was really struggling uh, with a bunch of different things. And it made such a profound impact on my life. Mm -hmm. And was really powerful. And what I realized, though, is how many people don't have access to therapy. And so one, my viewpoint on therapy has changed significantly of like, oh, wow, like, no, mental health is health. And mm-hmm. and I've known that for a while, but I hadn't specifically had the personal experience of working with therapists. Mm-hmm. And so it's something I feel really passionately about that in order to be our best selves, we need to be able to to feel our best. And sometimes that does mean therapy, even if you haven't had traumatic events and realizing how limited access can be, especially to certain groups. And so what I love about uh, the Loveland Therapy Fund is that they're able to fund therapy access for people who would normally not be able to afford it. And a big focus of theirs is on Black women and girls. And they really just want to get the support to communities that normally wouldn't be able to to access it. And I love what they're doing there. I think if we can't feel our best or work through certain situations just because certain things have happened to us, right, or certain regrets or just experiences that we had no control over, right, how can we get through that without the support in order to do the next things, right? All the resources and tools can't help through that. So I love that they have the focus on therapy. And and I think that's such a key piece in, in, in helping those women in need. Hey, everyone. A quick word from our sponsor, Think Beyond IP. Think Beyond IP helps your professional services firm build the essential legal and strategic foundation required to confidently scale your business by developing protecting and leveraging intellectual property assets. You can find us at thinkbeyondip.com. Now, back to the show. Think Beyond IP has a mission to help the economy work for more people. And one of the ways that I do that is through working with women because I think that putting wealth in the hands of women, it can change the world. And so I would love to hear if there is an organization or a person who's inspired you by helping uh, economic justice and helping women and children. So we actually, last year I helped co-found a nonprofit called Everybody Plays. And so our mission is to bridge the inequity and sports for kids. So we help with registration fees. We'll pay for equipment. We'll pay for summer camps because 
sports had such a profound influence on my life and impact on my life that just making sure that any kid that wants that opportunity can have it and they're not hindered by the fact that it is really expensive to play sports right now. And most of our local areas, so this is in Dayton, Ohio, most of the local sports, like school sports programs are pay to play. And what we do is we go 300% above the poverty guidelines. And the reason for that is there are programs out there to help the people that are below the poverty guideline, but there aren't as many organizations that say, oh, you're a family of four and you're making $78,000 a year. Like, that's not, if you look at costs for daycare, cost of food right now, yeah, like all of a sudden, like that might cover the basics and maybe a family vacation or two, but it doesn't allow you to have a lot of the extras. So we, again, want to be able to help as broad a group of people as we can. That is fantastic. I love that. And so I will put that in the show notes so everyone can find out more about Everybody Plays. As we kind of discussed, you know, part of my mission is to help create an economy that works for everyone. And so I would love it if you would share with my audience a person or an organization that has inspired you that it works with equity or economic justice. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know if it's economic justice, um, but Feeding America was one of my first charities. And I met with, uh, when I was living in LA, I met with the people on the ground in LA and I was, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. I was blown away by the work that they did to make sure that food gets into the mouths of the hungry, especially the children. So that that's probably the one that I've followed and contributed to for the longest. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we look at, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like, I mean, there's no kind of next step if you're still working on feeding your children. And that falls on, you know, mothers a lot of times. And they have to make decisions that mean that they can't perhaps pursue that degree that they want to do or, or to have the choices that they would have in work that inspires them. So that is tremendously important. And thank you for contributing to them as well as sharing them with, with the audience. So as you know, here at Hourly to Exit, we support building an economy and a society that works for everyone. And so I'm wondering if there is a person or organization that has inspired you that you'd like to share with the audience? I'm, I'm inspired by people who work for civil liberties type organizations and I have in the past donated to ACLU and um, there's another organization called EFF, Electronic Foundation, Freedom Foundation. Is it Frontier maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You might be right there. Yeah. In part because I think that the United States, I'm not in the States, I'm, I'm in Ireland, but I think that the US is like the, the you know, if you guys go down, we all go down. So, so it's really important. Well, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's really important that that you guys have, you know, strong uh, civil liberties and, and you know, um, privacy and things like that. So, so yeah, so those would be organizations and people who I would look up to. Uh, I think that's very important. So um, 
I, I grew up reading a lot of, you know, George Orwell and Aldous Huxley and things like that. So, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of dystopian sci-fi was is in, in my youth. So, yes. um, yeah, I, I would be concerned about those kind of things. Yes. And and so some of those you can read now and go, huh, someone yeah. has some amazing questions yeah. there. <laughs> so, as you know, one of our um, missions here is to help create an economy that works for everyone. And so I'd love to hear if there's a person or organization that you admire the work that they're doing and helping uh, achieve that. Yes, Erin. I love Gender Avenger. Their website is genderavenger.com, and they have a Twitter account, Gender Avenger. And what they do is that when conferences announce their speaker and panel lineups, Mm -hmm. they go through and they look and they grade them with a pie chart on how many men versus women and how many women of color and people of color versus not. And then they'll give their award them like different kind of like levels based on how balanced their speaker and panel lineups are. And then what's great about it is that they'll call out the conferences and say, hey, you, you have all male panels on these uh-huh. topics. You need uh-huh. to you know, add some diversity. But then other people on Twitter who notice conference lineups will tag Gender Avenger and point it out to them so that they can then start to to kind of put a little bit of a spotlight on these conferences to let them know that, hey, it's 2022. (laughs) This should not be going on. I love it. That is fantastic. Gender Avenger. Yes, we will absolutely have that in the show notes. Here, we like to support organizations that um, create a more equitable society. And I am wondering if there is a personal organization that has inspired you that you'd like to share with the audience. So the organization that I'm currently supporting is the Lyric Stage Company of Boston. Uh, I actually sit on the board. I've had the pleasure of working with them when I was in college. Uh, I got to work with them professionally um, and then come back to be a board member. So obviously, I really like what they're doing. And what I love about what they do is they're a theater company that's focused on telling stories um, that are really centered on the person, really centered on the character and who they are as the human being. Um, And I I think they do a wonderful job of hitting all sorts of different types of people and really getting me as as an audience member engaged around what their story is, what their experience is, um, and get me to think about it, which I love. The reason I started Hourly to Exit is to help uh, create a more economically just society. Mm -hmm. And so we love to talk about organizations and people who are doing work that support more economic equality. So I'm wondering if you have an organization that you'd love to share with the audience. Okay. Well, um, an organization that I like to support locally here is Cornerstone Family Violence Protection. I feel like I should have looked up the exact name. I always just call it Cornerstone. Um, (laughs) But it's a wonderful place for women and families who are escaping violent situations to be able to get the support they need. So I've often donated there. My husband's in law enforcement, so, you know, I get to hear a lot about the victim side of things. And a very close friend runs our local police victim services. And so, yeah, I I do like to support these local initiatives because they're very close to home. And I do love and I think it's important because often we have turmoil right in our own town and we forget about that, that there's very needy people right in our own backyard. Yeah. So that, that yeah, that's when I love to, <laughs> to yeah. support. And that's a great point about, uh, you know, even when we live in fairly affluent communities, there's always kind of that dark side that we don't see. You know, I live in a county that's one of, oh, yeah. one of the 
most affluent counties in you know the country kind of thing. But we have zero <laughs> affordable housing here. Like there's always something. There's always a need. So in always your- a need. Yeah, and I and I hear it daily <laughs> through my husband's work. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my sort of sensitive heart goes off into, you know, the, yeah, the people affected by the regular violence that happens even in nice neighborhoods that you don't know goes on. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. We uh, believe in creating a more equitable economy here. And in particular, we believe that wealth in the hands of women can change the world. And so I am wondering if there is a person or organization that you admire who is helping us build a more equitable world. Yes. So I have been involved with lots and lots of nonprofits, both from a a volunteer capacity as well as financially supporting them. But here locally in our area, we choose to partner most frequently with an organization called Kinetic Kids. And that is not necessarily financially giving to the next generation, but they we partner with um, kids of all abilities, so mostly kids with disabilities, and we help to give them an opportunity in the space of sports and recreation. So Wonderful. I almost get choked up every single time I talk about them. It's such a dear, it's it's just an awesome com- you know community that is that is available everywhere, right? I mean, there yeah. are kids that have these challenges and who never get the opportunities that our kids have had to grow up in sport and recreation and it's, you know, mostly for the kids, but secondarily those, those parents who actually find a community of people as well. So that's our nonprofit of choice and where we spend a lot of time as a family. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That will absolutely be in the show notes. As you know, at Think Beyond IP, we believe in creating an economy that works for more of us. And I personally believe that wealth in the hands of women can change the world. So I'm wondering if there is a personal organization who is doing work that you admire to help build a more equitable society? You know, I love this question. I, a few years ago, I started reading the story about national, it's like black moms bailout or national women's bailout. It's a very simple concept that, I mean, that coming from a lot of complicated factors, right? And systemic factors, but a lot of people are incarcerated for the sheer reason that they can't afford bail which to me, it seems like such an incredible injustice, right? And sort of criminalizing poverty. Mm -hmm. And so this organization pays bail, right? It's simple enough. And so it's always one that I keep coming back to because the promise is so clear. The impact is so direct and it makes such a change, right? Like an immediate change in the lives of so many families. I love that. As you may know, hourly to exit, we are committed to helping build an economy that works for everyone. And so we love to talk about people's favorite charitable organizations that further the mission. And so I'm wondering if there is one that you would like to share. Yeah, absolutely. I am on the board of an organization called Revolution Lancaster. We are a social enterprise working with women who are experiencing transition and homelessness, and we are working together on learning jewelry making skills, and they craft jewelry, and then we sell that jewelry um, wholesale and retail. We have an e-com site, and so it's really an opportunity to make supplemental income. Fantastic. The reason I also love it, because a big part of the mission is community. It's Mm -hmm. also about not feeling isolated, getting together with other women who are experiencing similar things as you and learning 
it's a workshop that happens mm-hmm. every week and the women come together and so they get to know each other and can swap stories, et cetera. So oh, that's, that's what I'm passionate about. Yeah. As you, we share that having more wealth in the hands of women is good for society. And so I am wondering if there is an organization or person who is uh, furthering that mission to help create a more equitable society for everyone that you'd like to share with the audience. Oh, sure. So there is a charity that is based in Sheffield in the UK, um, which is the city that I live in. It's not my hometown. It's my adopted home, um, but it's called Baby Basics. And I, I love it because um, what they do is they they collect in kind of secondhand stuff, but they also buy some equipment new but they provide things like Moses baskets um, baby clothes nappies um, for all kind of stages of child development for underprivileged families and they've been very involved in sort of we we had a lot of um, Afghan immigrants arriving in the UK because of like the the terrible situation in Afghanistan and they were very involved in preparing um, packs for people with things like car seats um, clothes, winter clothes, coats, you know, the very practical thing that if you're coming from a desert country and moving to the UK, you absolutely need. Um, right. But they've also been doing a similar um, campaign for people arriving um, in the UK um, from the Ukraine. So um, they're a charity that I love to support. I've I've given them a ton of like my baby stuff, which was mm-hmm. still in like really lovely condition. And you just think, I love that this is going somewhere where it can be used because it's got so much more life in it. They take and financial donations and they also often have an amazon wish list or two where you can yes. literally just go and buy um like 10 high chairs or something like that whatever is needed um so yeah baby basics are, are my charity of choice fantastic we will have that in the show notes one of the reasons that i started um think beyond ip and working with female founders is because i want to work to build a more equitable economy and so is there a organization or person who you admire who is helping you know, kind of bring more equity to our society? Yes. Um, I have been a longtime donor to an organization called Girls Inc. It's a national organization with local chapters, and they are teaching young girls and young women to really step into their power and to find the language that they need so they can speak up. And I think that is so important. It ties directly into my mission of empowering women. And I think starting with girls is so smart. Mm-hmm. And there are so many issues that that cause problems for young girls, I think for all young people. Mm-hmm. But Girls Inc. is an organization that I have supported for many years, and I really believe in the work they do. That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. Last but not least, here's mine. The Sustainable Economies Law Center, which is located in Oakland, California, but works all over the country, supports the building of resilient communities. So they provide the legal expertise and advocacy needed to transition away from destructive economies, that those economies that incentivize perpetual growth, wealth concentration, and the exploitation of land and people, and put our energies toward creating innovative and cooperative alternatives. So they help communities change laws that are currently preventing them from growing and selling their food locally, from creating sustainable housing options, 
and cooperatively owning land and businesses. And this one uh, hits close to home for me. I am in Virginia, and uh, hopefully you have food co-ops near you, but they are relatively new in Virginia, and we are still working on developing the laws um, that allow us to create food cooperatives. Uh, so I hope you have been inspired or will be inspired to check out all of these wonderful organizations, and I hope that you will choose one or more of them to include in this year's charitable giving budgets. So Thanksgiving 2022, thank you so much, friends. Thanks for listening. Do not forget to check out the show notes for links to connect with today's guest and for the resources, offers, and organizations that we discussed. You can also find the links at hourlytoexit.com slash podcast. If you got value from this episode, please subscribe. And I'd be so grateful for a review. I'm here to support your journey.